Where does happiness come from? What if you've already read or heard the best advice on being happy, but you simply have yet to apply it to your life? This next title was new to me, but it's considered a classic by many. Welcome to Audiobook Reviews in 5. This is Yana, also known as Jana, and in today's episode, I'm reviewing The Happiness Hypothesis, Finding Modern Truth in Ancient Wisdom, written by Jonathan Haidt and read by Ryan Vincent Anderson. The Happiness Hypothesis is a 2006 psychology book written for a non-academic audience. But full disclosure, I didn't check the original publication year on this book before I started listening to the Audible version. And that was recorded in 2018, so I didn't realize it was 15 years old until some references to the early 2000s popped up in Haidt's writing. So, why review a 15-year-old book? Well, here's one of the opening lines that immediately grabbed my attention. Haidt says, quote, We might already have encountered the greatest idea, the insight that would have transformed us had we savored it, taken it to heart, and worked it into our lives, unquote. Well, that's definitely an idea I've been considering for a long time, and maybe you have too. I was intrigued to listen to more. By the time I completed the first half of this book, I was impressed by how well it has aged, even though as one Goodreads reviewer, Marissa, puts it, you've heard of every single study in this book, Marshmallows, Monkeys, and Moms, So the reason it still feels relevant is that Haidt takes 10 classic great ideas from Eastern and Western philosophy and applies these to modern life while adding additional context from contemporary psychology. Compare this to Daniel Gilbert's Stumbling on Happiness, which was published just one year after the happiness hypothesis. Now, I enjoy Gilbert's storytelling style, but he focused almost exclusively on contemporary psychological study findings without a broader philosophical or cultural context. And that is what makes Haidt's insights seem extraordinarily prescient today. Haidt's examination of Western liberal versus conservative values in particular practically foreshadows today's cancel culture and problematic political polarization. One of Haidt's most provocative ideas takes on the idiom, virtue is its own reward. Haidt's short answer is, well, yes it is, but most of us in Western culture have lost the ability to cultivate virtue beyond simply being nice. Haidt's ideas here foreshadow his later work covered in the book, The Coddling of the American Mind. And these ideas illustrate the necessity of shared values and character building, which is typically associated with conservative ideals. Haidt also presents disturbing evidence of our own hypocrisy as individuals navigating morality. We see the faults of others clearly, but we're blind to our own. And although hypocrisy is part of human morality, it sets us all up for lives of conflict, sometimes fatally. Popular ideas of pure good and evil almost never play out in real life, Whereas Haidt grimly points out, most murder victims could just as easily have been the murderer. 
Haidt's discussion here helpfully reveals how meditation and cognitive behavioral therapy allow us to take off the moral glasses and see ourselves and the world as it really is. And this may be one of the most useful insights in the book. Haidt weaves a tremendously useful analogy throughout each chapter. He uses the concept of an elephant and a human rider to illustrate our inner conflict between rational ideals versus our emotions and instincts. Interestingly, Haidt suggests that our current tendency to compare our minds to computers or driving cars lacks the nuance of human and animal relationships that historically dominated every culture. Haidt also proposes that Buddhism and Stoicism go too far in their emphasis on non-attachment. It's our attachment to others and relationships, he emphasizes, that suffuse life with purpose and meaning. My criticism here is that this chapter is narrow in scope, and it frankly oversimplifies Buddhism and Stoicism too much. In particular, William Irvine's recent ideas about Stoicism explore the joy found in personal relationships and connection, so I'd recommend Irvine's take on that topic. Finally, some Audible listeners don't seem to enjoy Ryan Vincent Anderson's narration, but I liked it so much I would probably listen to other titles simply because he narrates them. The happiness hypothesis clearly still resonates with many people, so I recommend this listen if you're curious about the modern and ancient links between human happiness and morality. That's all for this episode of Audiobook Reviews in 5. Thanks for listening. If you have not yet done so, please follow us on Facebook and subscribe to Audiobook Reviews in 5 on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, and many others. By subscribing, you help increase the profile of this podcast and chances of other listeners finding it. I look forward to checking in with you all again soon. Please stay safe and be well.